People often talk about moonshots, projects so big they sweep up the entire nation and everybody voluntarily, enthusiastically gives to the project. The original moonshot was obviously going to the moon itself in the 60s. In the area of the environment, people often talk about moonshots, big projects that could change the economy, something like that. Well, at the same time, people also say, here's one little thing you can do for the environment. And a moonshot, even a lot of people doing one little thing, they're not the same thing. I'm going to read the original moonshot, the part of the speech where Kennedy spoke to the nation. This was in Texas, in Houston, at Rice University. He refers to Rice in it. And I want to point out, this is not an engineer talking about it. And I've done a lot of engineering work. I have nothing against engineers doing engineering work. In the area of the environment, it's mostly scientists, journalists, I guess politicians and educators. Kennedy was a leader, and we don't have the voice of a leader calling for a moonshot. And by the way, I want to point out, this was not a slam dunk. Eisenhower said, to spend $40 billion to reach the moon is just nuts. Kennedy was out on a limb here, and we might not make it. It might physically not be possible. And he still went out and said the following. And He's going to be talking about going to the moon. He's going to talk about the nature of war out in space because it's in the middle of the Cold War, and this is something, a space race with Russia. And so when I read it, I recommend translating what he's talking about going into space and the war nature of it with the political nature that we don't have to politicize environmental issues. There are some regulations that everybody agrees on. No one talks about red stoplights and double yellow lines as some bureaucrat in Washington made some rule that keeps me from doing what I want to do. We recognize that red lights stop you sometimes, but it keeps traffic flowing for everyone. Double yellow lines prevent you from going to the other side of the road, but by keeping traffic flowing, it works better for everyone, even though sometimes you have to stop. I think most people, if it's 4 a.m. and you're at a red light, you still don't go through the red light. I mean, some people do, but I think it's pretty rare in this country. Here is John F. Kennedy calling for going to the moon. He's going to talk about not making space a war place, which would be like making environmental regulations, not political. But the big thing is he's not saying let's do something small. You've heard the core part of it before, and this is not the whole speech. This is just the part about the space part. But listen to a leader calling for action on a wide national scale. We set sail on this new sea because there's new knowledge to be gained and new rights to be won, And they must be won and used for the progress of all people. For space science, like nuclear science and all technology, has no conscience of its own. Whether it will become a force for good or ill depends on man. And only if the United States occupies a position of preeminence can we help decide whether this new ocean will be a sea of peace or a new terrifying theater of war. I do not say that we should or will go unprotected against this hostile misuse of space any more than we go unprotected against the hostile use of land or sea. But I do say that space can be explored and mastered without feeding the fires of war, without repeating the mistakes that man has made in extending his writ around this globe of ours. There is no strife, no prejudice, no national conflict in outer space as yet. Its hazards are hostile to us all. Its conquest deserves the best of all mankind. And its opportunity for peaceful cooperation may never come again. But why, some say, the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, Why climb the highest mountain? Why 35 years ago fly the Atlantic? Why does Rice play Texas? That was his little joke because he's at Rice University. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. 
because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we are willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win, and the others too. Again, this is a leader calling for action on a wide scale, making a bold move. I do not hear that voice on the environment today. I'm trying to get that voice out there. That's why I read speeches by Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, General Patton, this speech, that are relevant, that are missing from today's dialogue about the environment. Yes, knowing how much greenhouse gas emissions we have and measuring these things and putting that data out there is important. It is not compelling. What Kennedy said is meaningful. I am striving to bring meaning to the facts and the figures and the calls for small little actions for other people to act, to say government has to do it, to say corporations have to do it. Acting in stewardship, to take responsibility for how our behavior affects others, even people helpless, even people far away, that they can't stop us from doing things that hurt them. What am I talking about here? Eating fresh fruits and vegetables from a local place instead of stuff out of season flown all over the world, packaged, not flying every time you feel entitled to, not driving every time you feel like it, maybe walking here or there. It's a lifestyle shift to taking others into account, simplifying things, not getting so much stuff, not buying things all the time. In fact, giving stuff away so other people don't have to buy stuff either and not throwing it all out so much. It's not that much of a change. We don't have to waste 40% of food in America. That's what I'm talking about here. It's on the one hand huge because it's national. On the other hand, it improves your life. I believe this brings out the best in all human beings to take responsibility for how our behavior affects others especially those most helpless to be hurt by our actions, especially those actions which are primarily for our comfort and convenience. I hope we find in ourselves the ability to dig deep to find what I believe are the best parts of us, those parts of us that love being a part of something greater than ourselves, being a part of oneness together with everybody. This situation, our climate our environmental situation where we are lowering the earth's ability to sustain all life and especially human society. We can turn this around. We can have our moonshot today. We can leave a legacy that we can be proud of. All it takes is all of us doing everything in service of everybody. We can do this. I'll close by reading that last section again. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things not because they're easy, but because they are hard, because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we are willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win, and the others too. But if I were to say, my fellow citizens, that we shall send to the moon 240,000 miles away from the control station in Houston, a giant rocket more than 300 feet tall, the length of this football field, made of new metal alloys, some of which have not yet been invented, capable of standing heat and stresses several times more than have ever been experienced, fitted together with a precision better than the finest watch, carrying all the equipment needed for propulsion guidance, control, communications, food, and survival on an untried mission to an unknown celestial body and then return it safely to Earth 
re-entering the atmosphere at speeds of over 25,000 miles per hour, causing heat about half that on the temperature of the sun, almost as hot as it is here today, and do all this, and do all this, and do it right, and do it first, before this dictate is out, then we must be bold. But I do say that space can be explored and mastered without feeding the fires of war, without repeating the mistakes that man has made in extending his writ around this globe of ours. There is no strife, no prejudice, no national conflict in outer space as yet. Its hazards are hostile to us all. Its conquest deserves the best of all mankind and its opportunity for peaceful cooperation may never come again. But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Why 35 years ago fly the Atlantic? Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win, and the others too.